Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. This is Frank speaking right now, and soon to be speaking is Tyler. Huh? Hey. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> What's up? Oh, uh, just being a wily old bastard like I am. Uh, I'm not. I'm not actually old yet. Um, getting there. We'll see. Starting to feel old sometimes. Yeah, starting to feel some of that old muscle soreness from things that would normally not bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, it's, uh, it's it, well, we, we're recording this a little bit early because we, we all got plans for the weekend, uh, recording this on the Good Friday. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess if we miss shit, that's why. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I bet doubt too much will happen. Yeah, but now that I'm saying that, probably a lot of things will be announced. I mean, who knows? Well, um. the thing the thing <laughs> is, you know, they like to drop bad news at like Friday on Friday evening when no one's going to report it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Sorry to everyone who got really invested in Marvel's Avengers. Apologies for that shutdown <laughs> <laughs> uh, and all all that mm. good stuff. Um, Mm. All like ten of you out there who are still playing Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what you've been up to, buddy? Um, I don't know. I mean, this this week has totally sucked. Uh, professionally, I guess. Professional uh, suck. To the point where, like, I so I'm not given Good Friday off like a number of companies do. Um, and I went into work on Thursday and I'm like, I need off on Friday. And I've never really done that before of like, mm. I'll just be like, I'm taking the next day off. Cause I just was like, I can't fucking take this shit anymore. So, so yeah, so I'm off today and it's, you know, it's nice mm. being, being at work and here we are having a nice time in a Friday on a Friday afternoon. Mm hmm. Recording a podcast. I don't know if we've ever done it on a Friday. No, this might be a first. Yeah. So, so yeah, otherwise, you know, plenty of games to talk about, but watched a lot of things this week, too. Mm. I watched uh, Mortal Kombat 1995. <laughs> Have you ever seen this movie? No, no. I, I've seen oh. GIFs of the movie, but no, I, I never watched it. <laughs> This is the first time I watched it, dude. That that is one of the worst movies I have ever seen, but uh, highly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Highly entertaining. It's just one of those sort of movies, and there is just a lot of stuff that just looks so bad in it. The acting's so bad, most of it, and it's just like not what a Mortal Kombat movie should be, but. But it was entertaining. But should a Mortal Kombat movie be? That is the question. Well, I think we'll see with the new one coming up because that one is have you know seems like it's going to have a much darker, grittier tone to it. Maybe that works out for it. I don't know because there's just some things in. Well, I mean, so this was made in the '90s, so like there's a lot of CG and like animated stuff like Goro does not look good at all it looks horrible that 
you know, maybe if you were making a Mortal Kombat movie that is equally as cheesy as that one today, maybe it could work a little bit better with just better technology. Mm-hmm. But there's there's some parts about Mortal Kombat, this first the first one, that are awesome. Like the set designs are so fucking rad. Like they're so cool. And there is certain moments like when they fight and someone dies and then they um go like fatality. And and all all like they do corny stuff. The soundtrack is really fun. Like right off the bat, it's just like Mortal Kombat, and then it's that you know the Mortal Kombat, you know a Mortal Kombat theme, mm-hmm. um, and it's just you know it's, it's a goofy movie. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I am looking forward to the new one. It looks interesting. Yeah, I might. Uh, I might watch it. Uh, not sure if I'll go to a theater for that one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I might be. We'll I might be embarrassed to uh, to go yeah. go to the go and ask for a ticket to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is going to be on um, HBO Max. Yeah. the same day, which is nice. They can at least just watch it at home. Um, but speaking of HBO Max, watch that Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, I still need to watch that. Oh, dude, it's so fun. Oh man, I, I loved it. Uh, it's not perfect. None of these movies are, but man, there's a lot of, a lot of amazing moments and, um, incredibly good visuals, like just stunning stuff to the point where I was like, you know, like I would maybe if I was vaccinated, I would probably go see this in again in a theater. Mm -hmm. Like this is really fucking cool, man. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I I, I don't want to say too much because it goes places. Awesome. I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah. I, um, looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. And then and then uh, we watched Crocodile Dundee from '86. Why? Well, I've never seen it before. Heard a lot about it, and. Uh, that is one of the weirdest fucking movies I've ever seen. And there are some serious parts of that movie that do not go well today at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> weird stuff for some reason with like, you know, with, with trans women and, um, and black people and weird sexual stuff in the movie. And I'm like, this is weird. And does not work. And also, this doesn't even have to be in this movie at all. Like, it serves literally no purpose. Um, and then just, you know, outside of those things, the movie's just bizarre. It's a bizarre movie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> really weird. Like, he, like, tames a bull by just, like, walking up and, like, he puts his, like, uh, he makes almost like the... Uh, the metal horns and just puts it on the bull's head and just goes and then the bull just like sits down and I'm like what am I watching right now and why am I watching this Mm. (laughs) it's just bad weird movie man yeah weird shit Uh, say yeah yeah alright well Shit. I guess video games is a thing we should do. Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't have a... Well, I guess even if F1 was on a normal schedule, we wouldn't have a race to be talking about. 
Damn. No, no racing. Not racing week. for there, two more weeks. There are some races happening this weekend, I think, though. Um, I think yeah. I think uh, Super Formula is racing. Um, and then is, is NASCAR doing it this weekend? Is it? Is it Martinsville? Yeah, they're they're racing in Martinsville. I think tomorrow tomorrow night. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think there, there, there's going to be something put on the TV. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch? Did you get a chance to watch any of that dirt race? I, wa- I watched some highlights. Yeah, it, that yeah. looked really cool, and I heard it was confirmed to be a returning event for next year as well. Yeah, it is. It it was cool. I think there's some things that they could take from this one to to make it even better next year, like. Like windshield wipers? Uh, the, yeah, that, like, very, so, you know, NASCAR, they restart double file after a caution, and there were times where they would probably run maybe a lap, lap and a, lap and a half or something, uh, and then they would just start wrecking each other because nobody could see anything, mm-hmm. like, in the back of the pack. Um, so they had to change that stuff up, and, and some of the cars, like, I guess the way they were designed, like, they're kind of intakes on the front of the car were just fucking caked with mud and stuff so they were immediately overheating within like 10 laps of the race (laughs) Mm. yeah man it was entertaining it was like really interesting to watch because the drivers really had to uh, manage their tires a lot more than they do in in a typical race and you know had a lot more there's a lot more control you need in the car. It was it was entertaining. I, I think I think it'll be better next year for sure. What but. what other surfaces can we do out there? Can we do a gravel track? <laughs> Why Just not? throw stones Why everywhere. Not? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Sand. We could put. We could do a sand track. If they did a dirt track, they can do a sand track. Yeah, definitely. I think they used to race on sand like way back mm. in like the fifties. Mm. Why not? Oh, let's do it. Let, let, let's go all the way back. Let's let's do a full brick track. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I'm it. sure the drivers will love getting bounced on the bricks for a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> that that would kill people's backs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, video games again. I I have not played any video. Well, I have not played any racing video games, but I did order I ordered one of those race seats to mount my wheel and uh pedal oh, pedals in. <laughs> yeah. Getting serious. Yeah, that's coming next week. That that'll that'll be good. Do I'll I'll make my return to either Gran Turismo Sport or I racing with that. Uh, Sweet. But yeah. I'm excited for that. Uh other stuff, um I mean all right, I I usually let you go first, Tyler, but there's there's just one thing I want to talk about while it's still fresh in my mind. Go for Cause it. Because this morning, via the Xbox Game Pass, I uh, I downloaded Outriders. Ooh. And I played the first two hours of Outriders. And yep. um, <laughs> there's a game there. And I think I'd like it more if it did not have, like, the writing and design sensibilities of an edgy teenager. <laughs> because, yeah, that game, it, it 
it plays fine. Like I, I actually enjoy playing it. It's just anytime someone talks or like there's anything like written, like in the world, or uh, I'm just gonna put. Do you have your Discord open? I'm gonna put an image here of some of the in-world graffiti. This might have come out in the beta because I believe like I've, I've maybe have gotten to the end of where the beta left off. But yeah, there's just woof die, Tyler. Woof, die. <laughs> what? I mean, this is the gang called the Hounds, but, like, you, you could do better than that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, wow. But, yeah, I'm, I'm actually enjoying playing it. It's, it's a... There is a good game in there if you can ignore literally everything around playing the game. But I'm not sure I could do that. <laughs> as as prevalent as like a lot of the uh, the dialogue and the cutscenes are, I'm just I I can't I can't with this. This is just like if it wasn't on Game Pass, I would absolutely not be playing it. And, like, I might drop off of it because it, it is, like, the writing is that bad. Is it just a dialogue or, or you know, character interactions or or it's, like, the writing for the story in, in the world or anything like that? Or is it just all of it? Um, That's bad. Okay, uh, this might be a, a slight nitpick or gripe, but... The whole concept of this is humanity is going to a new planet to colonize, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, the very first enemy you encounter, they call an alien animal or an alien creature. You're on their planet. <laughs> you're yeah. you're the alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, come the uh, fuck on. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Um, but, yeah, like... I guess the general conceit, like this, this anomaly that is um, causing all sorts of problems, uh, the, like just the challenges of coming to a new planet and having like new diseases, like the not being uh, not being uh, compatible with the current uh, wildlife and plant life, like just humans struggling to colonize this planet, like. Yeah, that's that's a note that that that's a thing that you can do. That's been done in other stories also. This really ringing some Mass Effect Andromeda vibes, um, mm-hmm. but uh, like <laughs> it's just like any time characters are talking to each other or you're interacting with anyone in this world, it just seems so fucking stupid. Mm. Gotcha. Um, it- and like, all right, so I've done two side quests so far. And at the bo- both end of both of the side quests, this they used the same line: "You did a good thing." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did a good thing. <laughs> oh my god! Mm-hmm. I is so is are is the character interactions? Are you like choosing dialogue or anything like that, or is it just a? typical cutscene. Um, I'm not sure so much about dialogue choices. There are choices to explore more things. Like, there's the thing that obviously advances the conversation, but then you can just ask other questions or learn more about the world or 
the character through other dialogue options, but I don't think the there's actual choice in how you move forward. Gotcha. Um, at least not what I've seen in the first two hours of this video game that I'm not sure. If there is more writing, I'm not sure I want to see it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But but you're enjoying playing the game? Yeah, I chose... Uh, oh, wow. I think he's called the Obliterator class. Uh, it's the very up-close and personal tank class. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm... I think it's alright. I think it's I think it's good. The abilities feel good. The guns eh it's serviceable. Like it does the it's it's okay. Um But I, I'm not really a fan of cover shooters in the first place, so eh. Gotcha. Is it loot based? Yeah, it's loot based. Yeah, you get okay. you you're, you're getting loot. Uh you can find chests in the world to open, get some loot, and sometimes loot drops off some guys. Uh and yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty straightforward from what I've seen. Like, you see a number, is that number then better than the number that you currently have equipped? Okay, well, let's go move that over. Um, make they make it pretty easy to uh, get rid of all your junk, um, especially if you know, like, say a certain rarity tier, like all that stuff is junk. You can just hey, let's mark everything of this rarity tier and just scrap it. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty easy that way. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. This game does not have good fashion unless you're, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who this game, like, what some what this desi- what the design of a lot of this stuff is for. Like, who is this for? Um, but yeah, it does not appeal to me. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess the other thing about that, if anyone out there is thinking about starting this, game immediately go into your hdr settings because this game is the default settings for outriders is just dark as fuck and i could not see a damn thing for the first half hour 45 minutes before i realized Mm. oh shit there's probably a setting for this Mm -hmm. yeah that game was dark as hell and it just added to like i really don't care about what you have to say because the first thing you said to me was just fucking nonsense um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll keep playing it until I get annoyed enough to be like, fuck this, uh, but yeah, that's Outriders. <laughs> did you, did you play anything that you enjoyed more than I did Outriders? Uh, probably. I played Hitman and, uh, working through Hitman 2. Mm. Um, so I'm like halfway through Hitman 2, I think. I did the first three missions uh, with that. So I did um, uh, the Miami level, which was awesome. I, I, that, that was probably one of my favorite ones so far. Um, I dressed up as a dude that sold like, damn, what did he sell? It was, uh, he has like his own food stand. Mm. Um, I think he was selling like, rice balls or something like that and poison these things and that and the guy that i need to take out uh really likes this dude's food stand and man did agent 47 just looks so stupid in this guy's outfit like it was it was just amazing Mm. um i like this is gonna sound really weird to say but i like poisoning dudes in this game okay (laughs) i don't know like i feel like i've taken out three or four 
you know, three or four different targets through the first two hitmans just by poisoning dudes, and then they're like throwing up over top. And it's so convenient. Like they're like throwing up on the edge of the the water, and I can just push them in, mm-hmm. and they die. And I'm like, you know, I I like that. Sure. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that level is really cool, and I think it just what I like about these Hitman levels is just like IO just continually blows me away with uh, just the design of the levels and how detailed they are. Like especially that Miami level, there are so many NPCs on that map. Yeah, and you know the game runs fine and looks good and i'm like this is awesome it just it brings it to life so much more and and i really really like what they did there and so that was cool um and then i did the san fortuna level um which was was fun as well i ended up joining a band oh yeah um, oh yeah Uh going that whole route which was (laughs) just amazing uh, really, so I took out one target that way. Then, then immediately after I took out the first target like that, I was walking uh, to the next one. I'm like, dude, I'm about to like intersect the other target, and there's all this tall grass and bushes everywhere. So literally, I just you know crouched down in in a in a, a bush and got out my silent pistol. Waited for him to pass, shot him in the head, then just kept you know walking because they didn't see me at all. Um, it was it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I poisoned the last guy. Awesome. That's just my specialty. So um, yeah, just really enjoying Hitman. And so next is uh, Mumbai. So looking forward to it. Seeing where that goes. That story is also kind of. Way more interesting than it should be. Yes. <laughs> um, so, looking forward to seeing where that goes too. And yeah, almost well, a Hitman three. So. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's all I played this week because I, you know, spent an evening watching stuff. So. I mean, we played we played some Apex play together. We, we did do that. Yep. Um, yep. Didn't win any. We. We got close. We got close a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. It was fun though. Uh, yeah, it had some good good matches. I really like that new map. Oh yeah, for sure. It that they did recently, and it, it, there's just so many cool cool locations to see in, in that map. I, I really like it. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's it for you, uh, the only th- other thing I've been doing is dicking around in the Yakuza Zero. Uh. Now finally, I caught up to where I was in my PC save, uh, playing on that Xbox because I like to be on my couch. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, that and Final Fantasy fourteen are pretty much just like, eh. I got a few minutes here. I can I can do a thing. Uh, so yeah. Cool. How's um, how's that Xbox treating you? Pretty good. I I really enjoy it because uh. This morning, when I woke up, I was like, "Oh wait, I have, I don't, I don't record with Tyler until like this afternoon. I'm up earlier than I usually am. I just open up the Xbox app and I'm like, okay, start downloading that Outriders.' 
And then I, mm-hmm. by the time I like got up, got around, had breakfast, it was ready for me to play. And uh, yeah, yeah, that whole experience is pretty good. I think there's something similar for the PlayStation app as well. You can, yeah, you can I, download I, to your console. Um, yeah. Also, just the download speeds on these consoles are just so much better. Oh yeah. And so on the place, even on PS5, it's kind of the same way. It's pretty remarkable how quickly things download and install compared to PS4. Oh yeah, and I I'm really enjoying that quick resume a lot. It is, it's it's great. <laughs> I'm at the point where like I probably shouldn't do this, but like I don't even bother saving sometimes. <laughs> it'll bite me. Yeah. It'll bite me in the ass one day. But like <laughs> that's what I was, uh, yeah, it's... that's what I was gonna say. It'll it'll get you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like all right. I'm done with Yakuza right now. Oh wait, yeah, this is one of the older games. Well. I guess kind of older games where they, where you have to go to a save point like a, a telephone booth to save the game. I'm like, I don't feel like going to a telephone booth. I'm just gonna, I'll just quick resume next time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I guess we should get into the news. There is some news this week, actually. Uh, the biggest news, probably going to spark the ire of. Of some people for... I, I don't know. I don't know why you'd be mad at this. But um, Microsoft has secured MLB The Show 21 for Xbox Game Pass. It's coming on launch day, April 420, baby. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Game Pass. MLB The Show 21. The first time MLB The Show has been on X... Is going to come to Xbox, I think, right? They didn't put last ones on Xbox. No. Yeah, so this is the first one that's coming to Xbox. It's going to come day one to their subscription service. And, uh, yeah, that's that's big. I wonder how much money they shoveled out for that. Yeah, really. And then I'm on the flip side, then Sony has to... I mean, I'm sure they already knew in some way, but they have to now see what Microsoft does to get these games that launch on their service. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, this is the first time this game's on their system. Uh, the Xbox has been kind of, uh, you know, lacking a Major League Baseball experience. That's good. Um, so that's that's big deal. But then also for Game Pass, like, they have... Now, I'm pretty sure NBA 2K is on Game Pass. MLB is about to be on Game Pass. I think Madden's on Game Pass through EA Play. Um, and and there might be some other ones. So, like, in terms of, like, the casual gamer, like, that's a big deal, I think. And, and you know, if you're a, a fan of just, you know, you just buy the sports games every year or whatever, then... You know, Xbox might be the place you want to go because maybe you just pay for Game Pass and, you know, that's it. It's all you really need. I mean, so I think it's it could be a pretty big deal. And, man, Microsoft's just really super aggressive with Game Pass this year. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like every week something huge is coming to Game Pass to get an Xbox because of this sort of stuff. I mean, I want one. I mean, I have access to Game Pass on PC, but like certain things, like Outriders, isn't on on the PC Game Pass. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it is crazy. It's just crazy that this went from a PlayStation exclusive in one of the, in quietly one of the most important ones to now being multi-platform and Microsoft being pretty aggressive on getting it on their, on their service. So it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I wasn't normally I like, you know, yeah. I play MLB the show like maybe once every 3 or 4 years. But you know what? If they're just going to put a new one out every year, maybe I'd check it out. <laughs> um All right. Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, all right. Also huge is Star Wars, but Tyler, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait for Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Ah, yeah, it's, 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 so, yeah, this game is, uh, just been in development for a very long time. Reveal at E3 2019, I think it was supposed to originally come out in october of 2020 i think Mm -hmm. was was the date and then they push it to spring and now they're pushing it past spring and not they're not even putting a date or a window on it right now they're just td games is just saying it's you know we'll let you know basically i mean this is definitely the biggest lego game they've ever made because they're trying to do every single Star Wars film in it. Um, and so I'm sure they had to rework a lot of the old content. Now they're putting The Last Jedi, The Rise of, Sky- Rise of Skywalker movies in it for the first time. So that's a bunch of new content they have to make. And I can see see how this is probably pretty, pretty complicated to put together. Um, so I, I'm glad that they're delaying it. Um, because I am really looking forward to this game. All right. So, I could totally go for this game right now, though. That When I did read this, I was like, damn. I was really hoping this would be coming out in, like, May or something like that. Because I could totally go for something like this right now. Something that's just a little, little mindless and you're just collecting stuff and something like that. Yeah. And um, So, yeah. I could, I could go for it, but, but I can wait. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess, what, what, where else do we want to go? I guess I'll just go in order here. Surprise, Tyler, there's a new uh, No Man's Sky update. and Man. The Expeditions yeah. update, uh, which seems to really, like, lean into some multiplayer stuff here, at least from what I'm seeing. Um, let me just, yeah. let me just get this trailer up here and run it. But, uh... Oh wow, that's loud. That's loud. I forgot how loud trailers are. Tra- they, they do make trailers loud, don't they? Um, but yeah, there's a there's an expeditions mode which uh, allows players to start on the same planet and set off on their own expedition. Uh, it's yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it's it's a it's an easier way to do No Man's Sky multiplayer like kind of what they promised. Yeah. They're they're 
they're making good on their promises. Just like, yeah. what, four years, five years later? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, this is a, this is a kind of a neat idea because I think, yeah, No Man's Sky. I could see it being pretty neat, uh, multiplayer. And, you know, figuring out figuring out the universe with a friend could be mm-hmm. neat. So, yeah, I I still, you know, sometimes No Man's Sky is my. Uh, I'm about to go to bed. Let's let's just fucking see some cool shit before I go to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And it's better than scrolling through Twitter before going to bed. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. All right. We got some bad news, Tyler. I mean, stuff that you could probably see coming. Uh, Sony Japan Studio, the, with that restructure, I, who were they going under again? What was that? Uh, Team Asobi. They were re- being reorganized around them. A lot of the development team is uh, sadly leaving. Um, do we have exact numbers of how many people are leaving? I'm trying to scroll through here. I don't yeah. think so. It's a lot of significant people are leaving. Yeah, but uh, for sure, this is the thing that uh, a lot of people feared with, with this uh, reorganization is that you know a lot of positions are just not going to be uh, not going to be necessary with like what they're going to be doing with Team Asobi. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I hope those people find find jobs elsewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it's sad. I mean, really, like recently, Studio Japan has been doing a lot of publishing stuff. If I if I'm uh, seeing things correctly, <laughs> like a lot of their stuff is publishing deals for like I I think they they were on they were on Sekiro and Bloodborne, right? Doing the publishing stuff for that, right? Or no, Sekiro um, was Activision. They were right? on, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah, they they were on um, Bloodborne and Demon yeah. Souls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is it is a shame to lose a, a ton of talent like this, um, and to people that have been there for a really long time. Um, the director of Demon Souls, Gavin Moore, is leaving. He's been with Sony for twenty four years. That's just crazy. 18 of those were at Sony Japan. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it always sucks to lose lose a lot of talent like this. Um, and, you know, hopefully these, a lot of these people go on to, you know, start their own teams and or join other teams and, and keep making games. Because um, that's the thing about Sony Japan that's just kind of unfortunate is, like, yeah, maybe not a ton of stuff came out of there, and they kind of did a lot more, like, kind of publishing partnership sort of deals. Um, and maybe the games coming out of their studio, like Gravity Rush or The Last Guardian, weren't, like, mega hits. But there is something unique there that made Sony Japan, you know, who they were. And really kind of made PlayStation kind of a unique place. And, I mean, I totally understand where Sony's heading with their first party. They want these just massive event games, pretty much. And that's not really what Sony Japan's does. Um, so so I get it, but it's it's a total total shame. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are losing, losing their jobs. Yeah. 
Well, that's um, it's one bit of bad news. The other bit of, I guess, bad news because it's like more like no shit. Like, why the fuck did we have to go through this? Uh, there's been some research into the whole loot box thing, Tyler. And uh, surprise, surprise, they found a link between loot box spending and uh, gambling addiction. So, <laughs> I mean, this is like. So we we see this a lot with with governments. They're like they there there's an obvious problem. There's a problem out there, and they're like we need to do some research on this problem and see what what's actually happening here. Well, now we have the fucking research. What's gonna actually happen out of this? I don't fucking know. Like a lot of the times, like they just ignore it until like until it comes up again, and then they do another study, more research. But yeah, it's. I, I file this under, like, no shit, because, like, yeah, loot box loot boxes, like, you get, yeah, it's obviously not, like, you don't get currency, you don't get, like, monetary value back, but, like, there is value in the thing that, like, in, like, what you're getting out of these loot boxes, like, just because it isn't, like, monetary value that you, that you can spend somewhere else doesn't mean it isn't gambling. Like, it's... But yeah, it's mm-hmm. I, I I don't get it. Like what 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 more clear evidence does there need to be that uh loot boxes are a form of gambling and like feeds on like that part of the brain where certain people like not, not it's not even their fault. Like certain people are just susceptible to loot to uh gambling addiction and these loot boxes like kind of feed into that same kind of thing. So Obviously, there need to be similar kinds of similar kinds of action taken. Like it's it's like the answer is obvious. Like loot boxes need to be treated like other forms of gambling. Like eh. and yeah, I am very doubtful we'll see it. Like in the current climate, like there, it's it's just frustrating to be like, oh yeah, we did the research of this thing that we probably already knew. And now are we going to do anything about it? And in most cases, that's going to be no. So I, yeah, it's it's just frustrating. Like, we didn't need to spend all this time doing this study. <laughs> like, we kind of knew the answer already. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's, it is obvious, like, right off the bat. And that's when, you know, Lootbox really blew up in, like, 2017. <laughs> um that was kind of the whole one of the reasons is like this is pretty much gambling and you know uh it's really easy for younger kids to access this stuff and that's not good either um and and yeah the whole point of a loot box is the same same thing as going to a casino they want you to you know win something so that you get that rush and you keep coming back and you keep spending money hoping to win money Mm -hmm. and the loot box in a video game is pretty much the same way they want you to open that loot box holy shit look what i got but then even there's there's uh, in a lot of these games like the social aspect of it like look at that cool skin i have now someone else wants that and it keeps kind of spiraling and it's really not good at all and it's not 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 good for you know some people's mental Mental health that just can't uh, can't stop themselves in 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 all that with with some of these things and 
yeah, it's it is it's very obvious that loot boxes are are practically gambling. Hmm. Yeah, and what I find so fascinating this is kind of what we've learned. We've kind of known this a lot about mobile games and stuff, but um, you know the the amount of people that just spend a crazy amount of money on these loot boxes is so small. Mm-hmm. Um, this article says that 5% of players generate half the revenue from loot boxes. That's crazy. Yeah. That is just nuts. That is so much money for some of these people going into this, which, you know, is is sad uh, because a lot of these things are just, you know, digital goods that are quite meaningless at the end of the day. Um but yeah, uh, you know, I play a game that does not have loot boxes, and that game is Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything in Final Fantasy fourteen you you buy on their online store, the the Mog Station, the Moogle State, what, whatever you want to call it, um, the Mog Station. You just buy all the stuff there. Sure, it's expensive, but hey, you know what you're getting. It's not gambling. You know how much you're paying for this, for this thing. Um, mm-hmm. But also, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, there's a PS5 open beta coming later this month, April 13th. Uh, alongside the release of Patch 5.5, which they just had a uh, had a whole uh, they call them a a live letter thing. That's kind of their live stream. So yeah, they they. They did a live stream for 5.5. I, I saw a lot of this stuff. It all looks really good, and I'm excited to play it. But yeah, if you have a PlayStation 5, you can you can, uh, can try this out. Sweet. Um, can you? Is there? Um, I I guess like cross save or anything with this. Like if you wanted to play the PlayStation version, but you've been playing on PC, can you transfer your save to play? On a PS5, or or is it segregated? Uh, I don't know. I think you might be able to. Uh, I think you might... Hmm. I'd have to look this up, because it is cross-platform. Like, you do play with console mm-hmm. players. So I think there is a way to transfer that over. I just don't know how. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that, that's, uh, that's coming. I... Yeah. I think Elder Scrolls Online, the other like other kind of a prevalent console MMO, is also coming to the next gen systems as well. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Um, but Tyler, you seem to want to talk about CD Projekt Red and their their various video games here. I see a whole block of stuff that you've added. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had um, I forget what when it was. Yeah, strategy update presentation. <laughs> wow. Uh, over over this past week. And there's there's a bunch of stuff that, that came out of it. Um, first is that they plan on... There's a couple things kind of linked together here. But they plan on developing Witcher and Cyberpunk AAA games at the same time starting in 2022. Um, so their plans are to staff up and improve their technology uh, this year 
and then basically have two games going uh, at the same time uh, starting in 2022. Um, so, you know, who knows what, what they could be because obviously a game like Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk 2077 take a lot of time to develop it. And maybe that's what... Maybe CD Projekt Red wants to get multiple games out uh, at the same time um, or, or a lot faster. So, I don't know. Just kind of kind of interesting there. Um, and then the other thing that's somewhat linked to, to it is that um, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is getting a PS5 and Xbox Series X version in the second half of 2021 with a bunch of cool cool new things coming to that game mm. yeah i i wonder what the numbers are going to look like on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah yeah man I, I could totally go for a witcher 3 ps5 version um that would be amazing and i'm sure it would look great but even play better because sometimes the witcher 3 is a little stiff sometimes mm. um they made that game a lot better um, after it came out, but man, I'm sure that game's going to be just stunning. yeah. That's and Witcher so, is like one of those games where loading into the game initially takes a little while. Yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. That's a good point too. And yeah, so it looks like we're going to get a Cyberpunk next gen version and a Witcher three next gen version in the second half of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, out of Witcher and Cyberpunk, which which ones do you want CD Projekt Red to keep going with? Oh God! <laughs> you know, since since they're going to be developing both both of them at the same time. What I want is for them to stop uh, killing their de- development team and just like fucking go at a pace that doesn't fucking murder people. Um, I don't really care which one they they go forward with, but like I feel like doing both of these at the same time seems like. They're asking a lot of, of the people working for them. Yeah, and I I totally agree with you. And they literally said they they like addressed crunch and all that um, again. And they said that they would you know since they're putting in place new new uh, support systems to minimize stress and prevent burnout including more mental health support, but they didn't go into specific mm. uh, detail. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I agree with you. I hope I hope the development of whatever they're going to get into is not a complete fucking train wreck like, like Cyberpunk 2077 is. Yeah, hopefully... Like, sin was. <laughs> hopefully, you know, you don't, like, announce a release date that's probably like a a year at least before you'll even be ready to put that game out so maybe they've learned that lesson right yep so then the next thing here is that cyberpunk's 2077 multiplayer has been reconsidered possibly even canceled it's been really confusing uh what what is actually happening um with the Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer, which they said is a standalone experience. Um, And basically, uh, Adam Kaczynski said that previously we hinted that our our next AAA would be 
uh, a multiplayer cyberpunk game, but we have decided to reconsider this plan given our new, more systemic and agile approach. Instead of primarily focusing on one big online experience or game, we are focusing on bringing online into all of our franchises one day. Yeah, whatever the fuck so, that means. Yeah, the, I feel like that's a whole lot of, lot of word salad, honestly. Um, and I think saying you reconsidered it, I, uh, I don't think we're going to be seeing this multiplayer. Do you? No, no, and I don't, I, I don't think we need it. Like, what's what Cyberpunk mm. was like to a lot of people was kind of a new fallout game for a lot of people like that model of game yeah. like that that's what that game was for for many people and i don't know what you do like multiplayer wise like what's the point what what's the, what would be the point of multiplayer in this game like unless you're really going to commit to it like and you, if you're going to really commit to it you can't be out here saying shit like this like, if you're going to make this big multiplayer experience, this thing that's going to live on, like, kind of like a live game, maybe not, maybe more. I don't know. Do you consider GTA V a live game? Because they kind of just, like, I don't know. They update it once in a while. But people are constantly yeah. playing it. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider it a live game in the way Fortnite or Destiny 2 or something like that is a live game. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's kind of in the middle a little bit to me, GTA five. I would imagine that's what the cyberpunk multiplayer was probably going to be is something very GTA online-ish, um, of being able to, you know, be in the actual game world, kind of no, no compromises or anything like that. And and be with your friends and get into a bunch of different group stuff and um, things like that, which could be neat for sure. But I also think that they have bigger fish to fry <laughs> in regards to cyberpunk. Like they need to fix the standard experience and, and that single player experience, especially on older consoles, which they probably won't even get to where it probably should be, but uh, and then get the next gen version out. I just feel like the that should definitely be the priority instead of a multiplayer that you know, who knows if it would be good or not. And then just the name of Cyberpunk's just kind of burned a little bit. Not that I think C D Project shouldn't have another crack at it, but uh, I just really think they need to focus on salvaging this game. Uh, in the single player component, and, and not really worry about a multiplayer. I, I I do not personally care about any Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven multiplayer. No, not at all. No, I that yeah. game still isn't even on the PlayStation Store. Right. Which, speaking of that, um, basically CD Projekt Red said that it is completely up to Sony if. If and when Cyberpunk 2077 uh, goes back to the PlayStation Store, well, that's that sounds so, that sounds a lot like to, uh, just kicking the can or like th putting the ball in, in Sony's court. When like, <laughs> I I don't know how much I believe that. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I can totally see that. Um, and then I can also just see that, you know, I think CD Projekt really pissed Sony mm-hmm. off uh, with their whole refund situation and made them look really bad, um, too, and kind of threw Sony under the bus with certification and all that stuff. And and I could totally just see Sony just being like, fuck you. Like, no, you're we're not selling your game anymore. Um, yeah, I can, I can see it going both ways of, like, they really pissed Sony off and Sony's not putting it back on the store for anytime soon or for a really long time and... And, uh, or, you know, CD Projekt's just trying to deflect some, some blame. Yeah, I mean, the the funny thing is, any time they put out one of their big updates that's supposed to, like, fix a lot of the game, you always see, oh, this is the stuff they broke with this update. (laughs) So, like, yeah, (laughs) I, I, at a certain point, like, I'm kind of on Sony's side with this, it's like, uh, get your shit together, and then we'll talk. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Totally agree with that. Yeah, and, and so they did put out a massive patch for Cyberpunk this past week, and the list of things that they they tweaked and, and fixed was is it's actually stunning if you look at the patch notes. Um, and but yeah, I did see that it did break break some other things, which you know whatever is is to be expected, I guess, with a game that big, but. Yeah, like they they've apparently improved the police system and a whole bunch of other stuff. But yeah. Uh the last piece then is that <laughs> CD Project Red promises better marketing moving what forward. What do they mean by better, Tyler? <laughs> Basically properly manage expectations across all platforms is something they said. Uh, not announcing their game super duper early, um, and you know things like that. I guess you know going into more detail about what the game is, uh, you know, and just being more honest. I guess because uh, they definitely weren't with CD Project or with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I completely believe them, um, but we'll see. Okay, uh, a few other things. that We'll do the PlayStation Plus games last here, but we do have confirmation of something we talked about last week. Uh, the PlayStation Store for P- PlayStation 3 and Vita are going to officially close. Uh, again, in, uh, I believe, in July, uh, July 2nd. Um, PlayStation 3 and PSP stores will close, and the Vita store will close on the 27th. So, yeah, just confirmation of that news we talked about last week. Uh, also, for those of you who have been playing Ratchet & Clank, because it's uh, it's free on, uh, for that uh, whatever play-at-home initiative, I believe they called it, uh, there's going to be a 60 FPS update for PlayStation 5 in... Wait, what? what it says April here in, in the slug. What? Is there a date here? I don't think so. Alright. Well, yeah. A 60 FPS update for Ratchet and Clank. That seems nice. That seems cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and... 
back on the um, the PlayStation Store closures, um, they did say that you will be able to access your purchases, re-download them, even games that you claim through PlayStation Plus will be able to be redeemed as long as you're still a subscriber. Um, but you just basically won't be able to buy anything new. Okay. Um, which I'm sure there's very few people making brand new purchases on these machines, but it is it is a total bummer. Yeah, just uh, go um, buy... How much does it cost to buy everything on the PlayStation Store? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Right. And, and, you know, someone else made a really great point that I didn't think of with this. It's like, there's a bunch of digital-only games on these stores that will literally never be able to be bought again. And, sure, maybe not a lot of people are buying them right now because uh, they're old games, but they're just kind of just going to be lost to time because Sony doesn't have a great way to support legacy content. And that sucks. Yeah, it does. That just totally, totally fucking sucks to me. Um, yeah, that's a total bummer. But Also, a bummer, do, Tyler. I, I will say a bummer. <laughs> uh, this month's PlayStation Plus games, I mean, we did have a couple good good months. But now, yeah. now it's now it's back to kind of some of the, some of the dark times. PlayStation Plus subscriptions. Uh, so if you have a PlayStation Four, you'll be able to get two of these three games: uh, Days Gone and Zombie Army Four Dead War. I think that's how you read that title. Let me, let me, yeah, Zombie Army Four mm-hmm. Dead War. Uh, if you are one of the uh, unicorns who owns a PlayStation Five. You'll also be able to download Oddworld Soulstorm. Um, yeah, a little. I mean, compared to recent months, this is a little underwhelming. But like, I I, I kind of feel yeah. like this is kind of par for how PlayStation Plus games have been for the past couple of years. Yeah, like this isn't a horrible lineup, but yeah, they've definitely been crushing it over the past couple months. Um, so. And you know, Odd World is a is, that's a brand new mm-hmm. game, so that's something fresh. There could be could be a good game. <sighs> Looks like a weird game ultimately to me, um, but you know that that's there. Days Gone isn't horrible. It's just you know compared to you know a God of War or something mm-hmm. like that. Horizon. It's not even not even close though. Yeah, yeah. Not not the worst lineup, but. Definitely, they've had yep. better ones. Definitely better than um, Xbox games with gold. Oh, what, what are they um, even doing? Like, I, I mean, I get you kind of still have to do that, but like with G- Game Pass, like, what? At a certain point, like, they're going to phase out gold subscriptions, right? I, you would think so. Yeah, and and yeah, the games with gold have just been miserable for a while now and you can definitely tell all that efforts going into um xbox game pass which makes sense and that's where it should be i just don't really understand the games with gold over on xbox because if you're just going to give away bad games then what's the point 
Uh, and then the, I guess the very last joke thing I put in here is it's another simulator game, Tyler. I know how you love your simulators. Do you want to play beer? Uh, Sim brew, Brewmaster. Whatever. <laughs> what? What's this? This is called Brewmaster. It's a beer brewing simulator. Is this, is this what you want to do? Is this what you want to do with no. your life? No. No, not necessarily. I think the biggest uh, um, biggest negative I have to say about this is that you don't drink the beer at the end. You, you just that's that's one hundred percent what I was going to say. Like, if I'm going to spend time brewing my own beer, I want to drink the fucking yeah. thing. So, yeah, uh, no, but <laughs> I mean, sure, mm. this looks fine. I guess visually, it doesn't look very good. Mm. Like that that first image here. Or like gif or whatever of the beer being poured does not look. Yeah, it's good. a little bit jittery. Yeah, definitely. But sure, yeah. I don't know. This is your thing. It's coming out next year. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be brewing anything <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I might make some hot sauce, so, which is a a different process. Uh, fermentation, uh, completely different than brewing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have more of my hot sauce later. Is there going to be a hot sauce simulator? Oh. <laughs> that would make sense. Mm. Okay. Well, that's that's all we have for this show, I believe. Um, we're going to go play some video games on this Friday afternoon. Still feels a little bit weird to me. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're going to go do that, but... Uh, before we do, I have to let you know a few things. One thing is how to contact us, and that is uh, via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube, and his YouTube channel. Yeah, words hard in my mouth. Uh, hard in my mouth. Mm, yeah. Uh, plugged on vids is where you can find all that. Uh, don't go to youtube.com slash harden my mouth. That's, um, that's not, that's, I, don't th- I don't think that's a thing. Um, I'm going to have to do some research later. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and bow, bow.